Hi everyone, I'm uh, Kodiak Atwood and I'm here with Brandon Bigelow and we're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies of 2018. Brandon, what is one of your favorite movies from last year? Well, Kodiak, there are two things I love in this world. One of them is you and the other Thank you. <laughs> the other is movies. So, thank you for being here with me and thank you for the beautiful question. It was pretty gorgeous. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> One movie that I really enjoyed is called A Star is Born. Let me give you a short description of this movie. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so in A Star is Born, a famous older musician named Jackson Maine helps an unknown singer named Allie become more popular. Jackson and Allie fall desperately in love. They create beautiful and heartfelt music together. But Jackson has serious problems with alcohol, and this leads to a very emotional ending. So Kodiak, I don't know if you've seen this movie. I have seen it. But it is a roller coaster of emotions. It certainly is, Ooh. yeah. I cried seven or eight times. Some people don't like it, but I think it is one of the elite movies in all of 2018. <laughs> Who are those people that didn't like it? I don't know, but as they say, haters are going to hate. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, were some of your favorite things about the film? Well, some of the f my favorite things were the actors. Mm -hmm. Bradley Cooper has gorgeous eyes and gorgeous hair, but he is also a tremendous actor. Didn't he also direct it, if I remember right? Or was the producer? He's some somehow involved with the filmmaking. He right? was very involved mm -hmm. in the filmmaking, and... A sign of a good film is that it reflects something that is deep within your soul and is universal. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I saw Bradley Cooper's beautiful soul along with his beautiful eyes, and I was really pleased with that. And he's not the only one in the movie. His co-star... His co-star was Lady Gaga, and <laughs> she was also a very good actress. Gaga! I, I don't love her music, but I have a what? new, profound respect for her acting ability. Yeah, I heard uh, that Bradley Cooper really worked closely with her, too, and, like, the making of it and, like, helping her with the, her acting and stuff like that, which maybe helped lead to some of the, the chemistry between them in the film. I think it was a very... It feels very natural, and it feels like they actually care about each other. It's not just acting, it feels like... Absolutely. Yeah. They have some, some chemistry that would be hard to fake. Mm -hmm. That's a big reason why I enjoyed the film, was their relationship seemed real mm -hmm. to me. And just talking about this makes me want to see the movie again mm -hmm. and have a great cry fest <laughs> with my wife. Uh, did you have a favorite scene in the movie that uh, really stood out to you? Kodiak, I think that's the best question I've heard all day. <laughs> I did have a favorite scene. Maybe you remember from the trailer, mm -hmm. but this is a scene when Jackson invites Allie to a concert, 
Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to her, she is invited to go sing on stage. She is a singer, but she's mm-hmm. never caught her big break. At first, you think, no, she's not going to go up on stage. She's too scared. But she overcomes her fears. She sings her heart out. And you know what? Bradley Cooper guided that whole experience. And I felt like I was Lady Gaga when she (laughs) came up and sang her heart out. And it was just a wonderful, inexpressible Mm -hmm. time in my life. Not just in the movie, but in my whole life. I think it's a really good, uh, important scene for the film as well, just because it kind of starts off everything. I don't want to, like, give spoilers or anything like that, but uh, there definitely is... Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! No, <laughs> no spoilers here, but uh, it definitely sets off everything that happens, all the events in the future kind of start from that. Yeah, That's a good point. That mm-hmm. really is the launching point of the whole film. Yeah, the, turning point or whatever you would like to call it yeah kodiak Mm -hmm. thank you for allowing me to share one of my favorite movies of 2018 with you Mm -hmm. at this juncture i would like to ask you what was one of your favorite movies of 2018 Mm, yeah um good question thank you Thank you. <laughs> uh, Thank you. A very different film from A Star is Born. Uh, one of my favorites was Hereditary, which is kind of hard to classify, but I guess if you were going to put it in a genre, you would call it a horror film. Um, and yeah, I thought that one was really well made. So just so you know, mm-hmm. I don't like horror movies. I am aware of that. This is yeah. nothing against you personally. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it personally. Though. But yes, please take it personally. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit hard to summarize. I think um, it's it's a little bit uh, uh, unconventional in terms of storytelling. I think so. There's, I would say, more like I could summarize themes about the movie. I think that talks a lot about family and family relationships. And it talks a lot about guilt and um, living with trauma and things like that. Um, If I was to summarize the plot, basically um, the mother dies of the main character and um, it's how the family reacts to that person's death and there's kind of some supernatural elements going on uh, this may or may not be a ghost that is haunting them. And spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a lot of crazy stuff ends up happening, but I can't really explain too much without spoiling the film. So, okay, Kodiak, um, I have one pressing question for mm-hmm. you, and again, don't answer if it will spoil the movie too mm-hmm. much. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I'll do my best to not spoil things. Thank you. Yes. I remember watching the trailer, Mm -hmm. and I saw this girl making a clicking sound with her tongue, Mm. and it seemed very eerie Mm -hmm. and very creepy. Can you explain a little bit about what that is without giving away any key part of the film? And do the sound. Um... 
<laughs> as best as I can explain it without uh, spoiling anything, basically there is a scare that happens a few times in the movie where you hear the sound, but the person that makes it is not present. Oh. They're not there. So maybe somebody's walking down a dark staircase or something like that, and you just hear the sound, but then they turn around and the person's not there. Yeah. I already never want to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's some good. It's a very slow burn, you could say. Like it's not like scary, scary or anything like that from the beginning. There's a very slow build up. And it's a lot of like family drama and things like that for the first two thirds or three quarters of the film. And then at the last maybe 15, 20 minutes, uh, it gets pretty scary. Kind of similar to a Japanese film audition in that way, that the majority of the film isn't scary. And then at the end, it gets really scary. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. I have one more question for mm-hmm. you about this movie. Um, what separates this movie from other horror movies in the genre why Mm. did you like this um why is it better than other horror films good question i think with horror films there's what i would call like earned scares and cheap scares and i would say cheap scares are things like somebody is walking down a hallway and there's like eerie music and the lights are low and then suddenly somebody jumps out from the corner and you go ah and then it's <laughs> bill with coffee and it's like oh sorry i didn't mean to scare you i've got my coffee for you here i'm not and impressed that's not necessarily <laughs> good filmmaking no <laughs> um i think to an earned scare um doesn't just scare you in that moment but kind of leaves you with a feeling of dread that is kind of lasting it's not maybe scary in that moment but it kind of lingers and and stays with you yeah it's deeper it's richer Mm -hmm. it's as you said it's earned so i agree with your analysis and i think also just the like the filmmaking like the cinematography like how it was shot how it was put together is really good um very well directed well written i really well acted for sure i feel like tony collette should have been nominated for best actress because she gives an amazing performance and really uh you really feel like how this event is affecting the family and it feels very real it doesn't feel like a fictionalized family it feels like a real family going through trauma yeah (laughs) well the title is a little misleading because you would think it's only one film. However, it's a series of six short movies within the one film. Are they all related in some way? They're all roughly related. This is a comedy drama 
Western, which is a really unique type of film. Mm. So let me tell you just briefly a description of all six of those films. Okay, sure. First, as a short film about a singing, gun-slinging cowboy named Buster Scruggs. I had a dog named Buster, and he was adorable. This Buster in the movie, also adorable, but surprisingly, has a fierce side. The second is about a robber who tries to escape death. The third is about a performer who has no arms and no legs. The fourth is about a man who is desperately searching for gold. The fifth is about a woman who finds love on a trip to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oregon, I believe, is your home state, Kodiak. It is, and I do believe it is yours as well. And mine. Oh. Wow, Kevin. Woo! Oregon. <laughs> Go Ducks. <laughs> and the last film is about a group of strangers <laughs> curiously traveling with a dead body. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. So... I've got a question for you. This might be a little bit tricky. Okay. I, okay. I was born and bred for tricky questions. So the, fir- the first one is called, is about Buster Scruggs, right? The first. Yes. Yeah. And that was not a tricky question. No, that's a, the <laughs> clarification question. Okay. The movie is called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, right? This is, this is correct. How do you think... Why do you think it's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs and not one of the other ones? Are they all related to that first one in some way? Tricky question! This is a tricky question. Gotcha. (laughs) In In my humble opinion, I think the title is named after Buster Scruggs because he is the most charismatic and appealing and, frankly amazing character of the six. Mm-hmm. However, I cannot speak for the Cohen brothers, who I believe oh. directed slash produced the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't give you a concrete answer, but my, my best guess is he is the most appealing, most marketable, mm-hmm. and was the uh, first character featured in the film. I saw it a while ago, so I don't remember it too well, but isn't there like a death of some kind that's kind of like a theme that reoccurs throughout the six short films? Spoiler? Now that I think about it... (laughs) I'm not saying who's dying, but (laughs) somehow there's a death related in each one, I think, right? I think there is at least one death in each and every one of the six separate short films Mm. okay interesting now that makes me like the movie a little bit less it's a little (laughs) a little melancholy a little sad however I do like that not that the star is born is a super happy movie star is born is super happy (laughs) super happy does anyone die in that movie uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Right. yeah. So although there is death in all six short films, the genres do vary quite significantly. Mm-hmm. Some have a more comedic overtone. Some are romantic. Others are 
dark and morbid. Mm -hmm. So I do appreciate the diversity of all six while keeping a similar dark, halfway comedic tone. And as you mentioned, there is death, sadly, but sometimes humorously in mm -hmm. each of the each of the short films. Yeah. Okay, great, thank you. Thank you for asking about it. Mm -hmm. So those that was one of my favorite movies of 2018. Kodiak, I'd like to know, what was another movie that you really enjoyed from 2018? I really enjoyed a film by Wes Anderson called Isle of Dogs. I really enjoy Wes Anderson, but, but. I saw Isle of Dogs. <laughs> but. I saw Isle of Dogs on a plane where the sound uh, quality wasn't good. Maybe I was kind of halfway asleep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you could kind of refresh me on the reasons why this film struck such a chord with you, I would be one happy human being. Hmm, sure. I think one thing that I really like about Wes Anderson films is that they, um, although he has a very unique, like, style that he uses um, in all of his films, and so they all kind of feel familiar in that way, they all feel very unique mm -hmm. also. Um, and they're just really fun to watch. They're humorous, they're quirky, they've... Um, they're appealing in a lot of different ways and it just makes it a fun movie to watch so it's they're very well crafted they're well made movies that are also really fun I feel like often uh, you get movies that are really well made perhaps something like A Star is Born that is really well made but maybe not the most fun to watch maybe you have a cry fest Definitely yeah. agree. Whereas Wes Anderson, you feel a full range of usually mm -hmm. positive emotions. Yeah. And I like, as you mentioned, uh, it really is a feast for the eyes. Mm -hmm. I could watch a Wes Anderson film yeah, with the volume very, off and very be beautiful. really happy. Yeah. Um, and stop motion animation, which is pretty rare nowadays, I think. Um, but is it done at a very high level. I really like uh, his other film, The Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm. and I think this one is at least on par, if maybe not better, uh, than, than that one in terms of the animation and, and the story. Um, so a lot of really well done scenes that are just gorgeous to look at. There's a scene where uh, they're making sushi that is really impressive with the animation. Um, Basically, as in terms of plot, there's a, it's kind of an alternative Japan where cats are evil and are kind of influencing Japan's rulers to um, be um, evil to dogs, basically. And they decide that they're going to put all the dogs on a trash island and try to just get them out of the city get them out of uh, Tokyo and uh, one boy who was really attached to his dog decides to go and try and rescue it from the trash island and so he meets up with all these other dogs not his dog but a bunch of other dogs and they help him search for the dog um, one thing that's really interesting about it is that 
it's a American movie and it's all in English when the dogs are talking to each other, but everything else is in Japanese. Oh. And, but it's made for an American audience and there's no subtitles. Oh. So you're not supposed to really understand what the humans are saying in the movie. It's a little bit different if you're watching it and you can speak Japanese. Right. Um, but the original kind of vision from the director was that you couldn't understand the humans and could only understand the dogs, ah. which is a really interesting choice, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very intentional, as Wes always is. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I really like these types of films because although they're really funny, and mm-hmm. this one is obviously animation, you know you're watching a movie, but at the end you always still feel some genuine emotion mm-hmm. and I'm really impressed when you're able to balance the entertainment the comedy and the emotion all in one package yeah. so I'd like to I'd like to ask you one more question mm-hmm. about this film um, compared to Wes Anderson's other movies yeah. does this rank at the top or in the middle or is it kind of really difficult to rank because it is so different than the other films I'd say it's the top maybe top three um, I don't know what those top three would be but somewhere the, in the, the Grand Budapest Hotel the Grand Budapest Hotel is definitely one of my favorites uh, I really enjoyed that one and the Fantastic Mr. Fox um, those three might be my top three I really like um, art in general and so with the animation and the cinematography that really uh, helps put it up higher on my list yeah great Kodiak thank you very much for sharing about one of your favorite movies I mm-hmm. feel like we've bonded a lot by yeah. talking about mm-hmm. something that's really important to both of us I agree thank, thank you, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.